This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. Let's read today. Oh, maybe we should start from... Uh, okay. Revelation 12. And from Jesus, who is the faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead. He used to be the only begotten, but now he is first, the first begotten because many of us are coming after him. And the prince of the kings of the earth. That word prince is an old English word. It doesn't mean prince to the king, which is king's son. It means ruler over kings. Yeah. So if you have your Bible, ancient Bible, you will say King James, the prince of England. So like that, there's one that, that that's how it, the name is written. But then, kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Glory to God. We have been washed. Not with pure water. But the blood of Jesus Christ. Wow. And there is a reason for that. Just to end everything about where you are coming from. To make a new creation of you. So that he can do now what he wants to do. Which is, and has made us. Ah. Is he going to make? What's your Bible? And, and he's planning to make. He has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be the glory and dominion. That is the word we shall be looking at in the days to come. Dominion. Forever and ever. Before we take our seat, Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. Kings and priests unto God and his Father. And has made us. By the time the Bible is saying the same thing two times. In the same book. He has made us unto our God. Kings and priests. And we shall reign on earth. God bless you. Can I have your seat this morning? We shall reign on earth. We shall reign on earth. He has made us kings and priests. There is a concept you have to be familiar with as we rush this morning. I'm trying to say something, some things I said for service. I'll repeat them. And then next week, probably we'll begin to enter the message proper. So, kings and priests. And then for service, I explained to them, the Bible talks about the genealogy of uh, Jesus Christ, starting with Adam. And the Bible says, uh, from uh, Abraham to David, 14 generations. From David to carrying away to Babylon, 14 generations. There is a reason that after every 14 generations, somebody will arise that will be an icon. It's because the Lord wants you to pay attention to those people always rising after 14 generations. David, Abraham, Jesus Christ. Then you can actually go back to Adam also the same thing. 14, 14, 14, 14. And there is something to learn because God was trying to introduce something to humanity through this man. Man. 
to reintroduce dominion and kingdom. And there is a concept that the Lord wants people to get, which is the concept of kings and priests. So first service, which I might not go fully into, but I explain. We began to look at the history of the world. And the Bible says that Adam gave back to Cain and Abel. Then Cain killed Abel. Abel was not a Nigerian. When God did not accept his brother's sacrifice and he accepted his, his own, and the brother said, let's go to that corner. If he was a Yoruba man, he would have known that the guy was planning something. If he was an Igbo man, he would have refuted completely. But he was not a Nigerian. And he was going at the front. And he told the person, okay, you lead. So when you want to carry something, I will see you. Then Cain killed Abel. But then where we read, the Bible says, <laughs> after a long while, Adam impregnated Eve again. And she gave birth to a boy called Seth. And the Bible started showing two people coming from this generation. And this is what it is on earth, even today. Forever, you will always have tears and with. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? But the tragedy is this, which we read for service. The sons of Cain. So immediately the Bible says that Adam was created in the likeness of God. Give me that verse. Adam was created in the likeness of God. And then Adam gave birth to a son in his own likeness. That is said. Interestingly, this is the book of generation of Adam. In day God created Adam in the likeness of God, he made him. Now, verse 2. Male and female created them and called their name Adam. Now, God did not call Eve, Eve. It was Adam that called Eve, Eve. When God created man and woman, they called the two of them man. Called them Adam. <laughs> so, if you are Adam and your wife is Adam, you will not beat your wife. Let's, let's leave that one. It's not bad in seminar. <laughs> Verse 3. <laughs> Adam lived 130 years. Can you imagine? He was having his firstborn at 130. <laughs> and begat a son. <laughs> when you are first, they say you're already old here. But he was 130. <laughs> in his own likeness, after his image, unfortunately, he gave back to the boy after the fall. And called his name Seth. Now, you will notice by the Bible story, the Bible has stopped talking. The Bible didn't say he gave back to his son and called his name Cain. So the Bible is no more talking about Cain. But in chapter 3, to the end of chapter 3, or chapter 4, sorry, to the end, the Bible talks about the history of Cain. Cain gave birth to a son, Enoch, and built a city for the boy and called the boy back. And the Bible began to say that this one gave birth to Lamech and this one married two wives and he was the father of those who were tra trading livestock. Livestock started from somewhere. And the Bible talks about another son born by Cain, great-grandson. He was the one that started music. One started artists, uh, arti artistic work and all those uh, creating things. Now, I started saying this is where we are going. Ah, kings and priests. They did not understand that concept. Inventions were coming from a corrupt, this generation of king. They were the ones inventing things. Generation of sects, they were the ones praying. The Bible says men, I don't, first time please, we looked at scripture by scripture, I'm just quoting. The Bible says men began to call upon the name of God. Talking about generation of sects. Seth gave back to uh, Enoch. After a while, third or fourth then Enoch gave back to Methuselah. All of them were men who walked with God. Until finally, 
Noah uh, was born. Now, this is the introductory hidden stories in the Bible. And then somebody encouraged that if you read the book of Enoch, you will check some things. Yeah, there are books that are edited from the Bible. Scholars debate whether they should be read or not. They should be part of the body. Can they remove them? Whatever it is, I, this, this, that's about these books were real and they happened. Now, this is the interesting thing. Cain started having children. You will see it there when we start looking at it step by step that real estate came from one of the sons of Cain. Here is the interesting that this is what the Lord is trying to correct. In the lives of the men that I mentioned as icon, Abraham, David, and Christ. Abraham, David, and Christ. We examine Job for service. So, as the sons of Seth were praying, when they were through with their prayer, they would come and buy livestock from the sons of Cain, who were away from God. When they needed accommodation, they would come. Why? The sons of Seth understood priesthood, like many Christians now, but they don't understand, they did not understand kingship. The Lord deliberately stressed it two times. I have not come to wash you in your sins to make you a priest only. I have made you a priest and a king. A king only without being priest who will be that you will do exploit in the world without spiritual substance. And that will be Ichabod. But then, to be a priest without being a king will mean, and this is what is happening especially, not only in Africa, everywhere in the world. You see, till today, those who are on the other side, away from God, are still in charge of the wealth of the world. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Are you aware that 90% of venues that churches are used are owned by people who don't go to church? As a pastor, I know very well. Who owns this place? We are not the owners. And I started saying this to workers. When I start step by step, you understand what I'm saying. As well, all of you that are young and you are listening to me, I have told you before, you have not started until you start thinking of two concepts, ownership or high-tech professionalism, which is skill. Listen, the Jews understand this. They are few in number, yet nobody can do anything with it. I was told they were one that built us. I don't know. But in, in America, in Italian, in the army, and then in medicine, and in any field. Now, I said something. Most of the actors in America are not Jews, but most of the owners of the production, they are Jews. The owners control what the actors are doing. Yeah. One day I will tell you some story behind FIFA. Why you enjoy match? You know some people are enjoying money. Ownership. Ownership. When Jews get to an environment, that is why every Jew, according to their tradition, you must learn a skill. It is compulsory. Usually you learn your father's skill. You must learn... There is no Jew that you meet that does not know how to do something outside education. It's a law. And when they're in any community, they think of ownership or highest level of skill. I will begin to explain why God made Moses to go to Egypt. None of the slaves, God did not appear to any of the slaves because none of them could write. Listen to me very well. Your mind was not given to you by God for decoration. There is a scripture Christians often don't think about. What is in Romans 12, 11? It's a challenge, but I can't go into fully into it today. I am challenging everybody. Listen to me. I have the witness of the Spirit when I'm true with the message. Because when I teach, I also, by the grace of God, many of you know that by now, 
I have the grace of the Holy Spirit to impart. One of the things that will happen is that some young men that should be here, or that are here listening to me, all that this message we are light on, one of the things God will do for you is that uh, it will collapse, that it will give you grace. I just see sponsorship. Because many of you need to go to the best of institutions. But you see, what has been an issue between God and Christians is that the few people he has even elevated, they did not make Daniel their mentor, so they veered off. Because there is pressure. Everybody in that place in the corridors of power is representing an interest. Other people know this, that Jesus testified by himself, this is our Lord. It's an indictment to a Christian. He said the children of this world, they are wiser than the children of light. Every time I read that scripture, I'll be like, Lord, if you were not the one that said this, we will protest. It's like a master insulting his own servant. That the children said, all those guys on the other side, they are wiser than all of you in the church. Are they not? I explained to them one day, at least, I am minister to a singer that was supposed to join the court and all those things. And then I know of one that sleeps in coffee before he produces songs. You see a Christian, many of you saw the building that went by of Yahoo boys by the riverside, naked, and they will sit there for 12 hours. We live in their mouth, they must not talk. Tell the Christian to pray for 30 minutes. And you think you will go out and control things. Wake up, brother. Coffee is smelling. So many people don't. The, there is only one way. See, that's what the Bible said that you shall reign on that. Your mandate is that if you don't see, wheat is allowed to occupy any ground where there is no crop. The only way, you, when you wheat, you must wheat and wheat again. The only place wheat will not take is where you have planted something already. If the righteous people are not planted in this world, the world will go, the, and that is what will lead to the formation and the arrival of Antichrist eventually. And the set, stage is getting set kingdom. There is no one nation that is a Christian nation, but there are many nations that are of another religion. No one nation that the Bible is their concern. There's no, there's no nation or not. They want a little close to it now. The present leaders of it, which are America, are taking nation away. They don't want Jesus. They don't want prayers. They don't want anything. But the other religion, they are growing in some sense. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm sharing? I don't know whether somebody is hearing me. When we walk in the in the light of this world, what a glory it sheds on me. Are you are you following me? Romans 12, 11. This is a very powerful concept. Now, this is an instruction from the Bible. Everybody read this together. It occurs to you right there that there are two things you are expected to have. A very fervent spirit and a very, very solid business. So that means you can be fervent in the spirit and be slothful in business. Or you might be productive in business and not be fervent in the spirit. This is the balance that has eluded the church for years and years and years yeah i know a few top professionals in the church they still booze and they have girls and all that they give to church is money jesus is not looking for that when 
you go into a movie industry as a lady and you are to get involved with somebody to have a role, you might have a role, you might rise. You might be so rich and even build a church. What you can never build is kingdom. It's not possible. Anyone who bows to the God of this world, you can never be used by God. And Satan did not spare Jesus when he arrived. Luke chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4. He said, if you worship me, I will give you the He said, for it has been delivered to me. And this is the word where your master said that you are made king and priest so that you will reign on earth, not in heaven. That means this priesthood is not an evil thing. God is saying that you need it or not. Why? It is the combination of the two. I mentioned two concepts that we are going to look at later. Altars and platform. Altars represent the spiritual activities that you do. Platform represents what you do physically or not. Look, the speed with which your platform will move and expand depends on the strength of your altar. Again, what I just said now, the children of this world, they understand. When the Roman Empire was the largest army and the strongest in the world, they never attempted a battle without serious sacrifice. Many of you have seen it in films and you are going to see, they will wait till they offer something. Alexander the Great did. Ordinary to offer praise for believers. I told them three things. All this I'm saying, we are going to break them down and look at them one by one. I said in first service, if you don't offer praise regularly over the work of your hand and over your life, see, there is praising God in the church. There is a deliberate bringing your life under an atmosphere of praise. Bringing your work under praise. That is one of the offerings. Another offering is speaking God's word over what you do. And the third one is what it is. If you are not an unusual giver, once in a while, you must do what Solomon did. And let me tell you the truth, January is the best time. When you fast for a long time, don't only fast also, family Look for material things also to give. They work together. You must have a very strong altar. Behind, check a few Christians who are up there. One of them who spoke to us one time is Pastor Blessing Awoshika, who is a pastor in Flam Fountain. When she was chairperson of First Chairman, now she has been there before to pray before. When she was telling us, you need to know those who rise in the kingdom in this, the first woman to be. Those who rise in a significant way in the kingdom, there is a secret. Now, Job 20, that's what Job was talking about. I think I, will, I might stop here. Next week, we'll begin to step. Please, don't miss church in January. As we journey towards the conference, this is what we are talking about. 2023, one of the days while I was praying, I was not actually fasting, I was just praying. Sometimes, once in a while, I get caught on what is called spirit of prayer, where I want to pray for one or two hours, Every time I look at my watch, I'm there for six hours. And I heard the voice of the Lord. 2023, he said, will be the first fruit of the next seven years. 2023 is seven years in one. He said that around 2029, 2030 will be when the Lord will start emphasizing again certain things in the body. And only for me to be here that people will start confirming. Now, when he told me, I just called my dear wonderful uh, uh, friend, Apostle Man, and I told him, he screamed that that is true. He said that to say, Pastor, God to said that one because he was on a retreat also. He said, God, he said that is, he said, when I come for the conference, wow. It's because the Lord said that seven years, this year will define how your next seven years will look like. What will pull down this year will sustain you for seven years. We are all going to be alive. You are going to see it with your eyes. It is around 2029 that the preparation that God is putting on people for this year will be put on people again. No pastor that is spiritual. We emphasize 2024, like everybody's emphasizing 2023. 
and it's not by mistake that your election is taking place right now. It's not about election. The timetable of everyone is that from now to 2030, there is an agenda. And it's on both sides, both God's kingdom and Satan's kingdom. If anybody wants to misbehave, it shouldn't be this year. You can misbehave next year. Well, they draw the next year. <laughs> the consequences might not be. <laughs> Everything has to be consequences. There are many. <laughs> but to do it at the wrongest of time is more serious. Because at any time, self, sin will finish you. Not to now talk of what you now do. <laughs> are you, are you, I get what I'm saying. Grace. Oh, God. Uh, let, let's read Job. Church, are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. The Lord is upset. That kingdom that Satan offered, just keep it on Job, that Satan offered Jesus, and Jesus turned it down. Because Jesus understood. Look at Revelation 11, 15. Give me down before we come back to Job. And I went, are you, are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Ah, everybody here, if you are a doctor, you are laughing, man. You are a doctor. I didn't want to look at you, but she's a doctor. If you are a doctor, very good doctor. How many lawyers are here? If you are a lawyer, raise your hand. Very well. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, seven. Quite a number of you. Please. Lawyer, doctor, working in bad working. I began to ask workers a question from my heart. Are you okay that they are paying you 250 Is that what you want to see that with? Why there are kingdoms to be taken? Why there are kingdoms to be taken? Church, every one of you listening to me, how strong is your author? How wide is your platform? And what is the level of the dream that you have? I don't know why I that witness at my time when I'm through with this thing because it will take me weeks. I'm going to explain to you why God took Moses to Egypt before he called him out. It, that, that was the only way he could write five books. No slave could write five books. And when God was going to choose the New Testament, so he chose Apostle Paul, who was not there physically when Jesus was there. Others might not be able to write accurately. See, the Spirit of God can come upon an illiterate and give you ability like Apple to Pagan and start a redeem. But the Lord also believes in capacity enlargements. For you to grow to a level, it is true. This is why we know we are fighting for the kingdom. We are not playing games or wasting time. Yes. There are people listening to that. God will send you to the best of schools. It is because you need it. Because the kingdom depends on you. But the question you will need to answer before then is that how fervent you are. God does not see that the strength of Daniel, your spirituality, send you to that school. You get there, you two will come back and say, Jesus is not Lord, is Jesus is just calm. That's what you end up saying. Except you are deeper than what they are saying there. You know the meaning of changing Daniel's name? But that did not change his revelation. They changed their names. They forced it. Daniel said that I will not define myself. My commitment to Jehovah. God is always looking at that. He's always looking at that. He's always looking at that. But many of you will need to go that way. You might be trained by the best people in some field and they might not be Christians. It is called contact without contamination. You learn, but you don't learn wrong things. Whether you like it or not, the best movie producers or not now are not Christians. 
the best TV stations are not the most watched. And I showed them before, so it started from the Bible. When Saul was king, they were so broke in Israel. They wanted to fight Philistine. You remember the story? They wanted to fight the Philistine. Yet they were carrying their sword to go and sharpen a Philistine. They would give you some stand. I said they were crazy. The same city, David became king, and Siva was counted as nothing. The same. The same country, few years apart. That was the time I realized there is nothing like a wilderness land. It is wilderness people. Two kings over the same nation. One, they got broke under one. And you have seen an example in Nigeria. God broke under one. Somebody paid all your debts. Somebody borrowed more. And borrowed future with it. It's not to excuse I'll say this or that. I didn't mention anybody's name. I just said somebody. So, if you support anybody and you are angry, I did not mention your candidate. I just said somebody. So, <laughs> yeah. In the time of somebody, they multiplied doctor salary and everything. How many remember that time? Everyone buying, civil servants were buying cars. Now, in the time of somebody, Exodus. Yeah. When Solomon became king, it was not that they had enough silver. Silver was counted as useless thing. People were working on silver like this. The same country, just two different leaders. Only two is important. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Amen. Can you imagine? But we are going to check why did David also go to Philistine? David went there. Why did Abraham go to Egypt? Abraham gathered well from Egypt. Why will God have to move here at times? We are going to explain all these things. I am telling you the syllabus ahead of time. It's going to be an exciting January. But I am challenging everybody. As we wake up tomorrow, begin to think away from that salary. Let me tell you the gospel truth, and not all members accept this. This is why we don't teach false truths, and I've been saying that as a dozen natural, but I believe in it personally. I don't see any reason why a year should come, and the first I want to do with my first salary is to begin to sew clothes and buy things and buy this and buy that. If it's not a doctrine, I will accept if somebody says it's not a New Testament doctrine. I will say, fine, you can believe. But what about the part of the Bible that says that seek first the kingdom of God? If the kingdom comes first, my personal nation must not come first. I still have 11 more months to enjoy. So based on that, I look at the fact that every January all goes to God. That is the right thing to do. How strong is your author? It's defined by two things. We are going to look from Old Testament to New Testament. The difference between author and Old Testament, author and New Testament, when we come on, it's not today. And I'm going to show you that even right before the throne of God, Revelation, there is an altar at the front of God's throne. What is God himself doing with altar? When Jesus died, he went to the altar of heaven to put his blood, blood where the blood must be. I priests on that were putting it at the holy, holy, holies of holy. Jesus couldn't use a tabernacle on that here. 
to define what he came to do. He had to go to Evo's tabernacle, the one that recorded the fall of Adam. There was no tabernacle when Adam fell, but it was recorded in heaven. The master went there with his own blood to pave the way for us, so we have all restricted access to heaven now. Aren't you grateful? Hallelujah. But why is God having not tied the front of his stone? Who is he offering anything to? Hey, hey are, you, are you getting what I'm saying, church? Ah. God appeared to Solomon two times. What he did that night offered offering that nobody in Israel. First time, God said, what do you want? Second time, God warned him, if you follow me, yes, I will bless you, you transgenerationally, but be careful. But what led to the two appearances? Offering. First one, 1,000 offering. Second one, 122,000 bulls. God came down and said, what is going on there? A prophet that was that became a soothsayer later, Balaam. Balaam told the king, I want to cause this. God told him, Don't curse them. But Balaam got God to be talking to him every now and then. He would tell Balak, Do seven altars here. And every time he approached the altar, the Bible said the one Lord came to him, even in his disobedience. Balaam understood that see, there is something about God and sacrifice. The same thing about Satan. That's why somebody wants his son to blow. They ask for. Bring your daughter, bring your son, or your life. Instead of living up to 70, you die at 42. Do you, do, you, do you think it's also easy on these people? The one my friend ministered to, a popular singer here who sleeps in coffee every night. This is where the songs are coming from. There is, there is a transaction with the supernatural that redefines your location there or that. And it's on both sides. It can be on both sides. They are the same rules. They make man to make a sacrifice and then they put their hand on man. Satan does it and God does it. Why? If you can leave yourself behind, it shows that you are serious about what you want. It's that God doesn't ask for bad things. What God will ask for will kill greed in you and kill your love for any other thing except God. What Satan will ask for will destroy you. That's all. That's the difference. I guess what I'm saying. Was it easy for Abraham when God said, you are only son Isaac? Even the way God said, he made it more difficult for you. You could have just said, bring Isaac. He said, your son, whom you love. I know I love him, but still remind me. And he said, but that was what God said. And he said to Abraham, he swore, he said, now I know. Before that, that's Genesis 22. Abraham's relationship with God started from Genesis 12. God has said to Abraham, depart from your father's house. Can you imagine when he was sacrificing Isaac, he was 100. No, he gave out Isaac 100. Isaac was about 13 to 16 years. Abraham wanted to sacrifice him. Abraham died 175. So Abraham was about 116 years when he was sacrificing Isaac. When he joined with God, started when he was 70 years old. Now, God told Abraham 46 years after. That one, now I know that you fear me. So that means 46 years I'll be working with you. Hey, more. There are levels of knowing. God loves you, but does he trust you? It is why out of his mercy at times, he keeps people in a state. It's an act of mercy. Because you have not proven to them that when you are lifted, you will not misbehave. I, I was there. I was there like this. Eh? Not that they told me, I was there. When the governor, I, I was out of, out of uh, uh, stupidity and curiosity of a young guy. I stopped going to our church then. I was only going once in a while. Because I learned that our governor was born again. He was always doing Bible study on Sunday. 
in his chapel in the state house. I started going to, so on Sunday they will open state house for everybody. I won't tell you my state so that you will not know the person I'm talking about. If you know my state, you know the person I'm talking about. The governor was, I was there when the word was said, according to like a, a Hebrew, Greek, and he was dissecting the Bible when he first came to office. The same governor called the military president then, his savior and his messiah. When he started misbehaving, and then when the thing was taken away from him, somebody told me that uh, in a camp, actually, uh, on this camp, he said he saw him there again. Now, kingdom don't go, governorship don't go, he's back to himself now. He sat down straight for six hours Bible study, ex-governor. But see, when he began to misbehave, he stopped going to the chapel and everything. God lost people too much at time to allow them to go. Because when you go, you are saying, Lord, Canada, Lord, UK, and God is looking at you that, ah, even your wife will suffer. Four years after, your accent has changed. Hey, man. And I said, sorry, Talumbawi. <laughs> and that's how you... <laughs> Things to say, the ideas that you have, And then you are beginning to do things that other you wouldn't do before. Even the way you talk to your parents now. I go say, you see why we didn't want you to go. If you were here, you would have been better off. Wealth, I told you for glory has weight. That's what they call it, weight of glory. It has weight. Anything that has weight, it takes stamina to carry it. If you don't have spiritual stamina, the weight of, weight of glory will kill you. That weight will just break into two. Have you seen athletes before carrying weights? There are, um, if you check uh, 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 um, uh, YouTube, and you check accidents in sports, you might see some. I don't like watching some of them, they are terrible. So a lady, she lifted the thing, pulled it up like this, but it was too heavy for her, landed on her back. She just, and that was it. She would never walk again. So you see all those things. You see divers, how they will hit. <laughs> you, you know, they are terrible things. Accidents, what well, they do happen. I like those who respect themselves. Somehow, I admire Nigerians. We don't do beyond ourselves. I remember that, that guy got there. He pulled it up. He pulled it down. He told his going down. <laughs> Man, go live today. We will fight another day. <laughs> because if you are a professional, you've been doing this for years. When you lift something, you know your capacity. But you want to try. You almost all they can lift it a little, but you will know when you pull it to this way, whether it's something you can carry on. Just drop it honorably. I don't think any Nigerian was in that accident. <laughs> if you see the YouTube, you won't see Nigerians there. We don't have that kind of accident because we know ourselves. <laughs> Somebody told me one day, was asking me, have you done skydiving before? <laughs> I happen to just know that the Bible said, I shall not tell the Lord thy God. But even if I would do it, I can. George Bush, that was former president of America. That was his favorite sport. I don't see any reason why I want to do sports. Football, no finish. Table tennis, I'm not the lot any. The kind of sport I want to do is to go and enter plane and go on top and jump. Well, if the parachute and the those who will catch one of them are from America, no problem. But <laughs> to dive here. <laughs> <laughs> Many are the enemies of the righteous. <laughs> May you not dive into the hand of the enemy. <laughs> That's where you, and you know the way it is. You will have been floating for a while before you press the thing. And you don't press parachute inside the plane. You first dive. That is trust. 
Those why they are trust. Say so Nigerian soldier will tell me that I should jump, and that be sure that when you press it, it will come up. And it is after I've jumped that I will press. <laughs> My mom gave that to me. <laughs> Once you jump and it doesn't come alive, your life is gone. <laughs> and there's no repeat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Something I don't do. Thou shalt not. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Saints, the time has come for us to rise and do great things. We shall reign on that. Revelation 11, 15 says, The kingdoms of this world they have become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. He shall reign. He wants to have dominion because he is the apparent. Everything belongs to him. But right now, other people are sitting on the mountain that belongs to the Lord. And he wants to correct that. Job 29, and I'll end with this. We read this first time and I feel like we should read it again. This is Job talking. Secrets. Honestly, I'm seeing acceleration many of you have seen testimony in this church during workers meeting now this and i cannot do that here i can't put somebody on the spot there were no cameras yesterday so during workers meeting there was somebody i mentioned and when the person told me it takes god nothing all the workers know the because i asked i mentioned the person's name yesterday there are so many people here who have moved from level one to level 13 young people like yourself. It's one of the reasons. If we want to do anything as a church, we get it done cheaply. That's the truth. If we want to do anything as a church, we get it done cheaply. I mentioned to the workers yesterday for the annual conference because back, back, back and I was seeing this speaker, they, all the things they are buying stick. Some people just gave me a bill of 34 million and by the grace of God everything will be bought next week. Listen to me. Now, I'm just telling you, there are quiet people who sit down like yourself, that God has moved them. Do you see me begging people to say, we are buying something worth 34 million next week, everybody respond. There are individuals. Now that I've even said it now, there are people listening to me now who will respond very fast without me asking them to. When it is God lifting you, when you experience what we are saying, it becomes very, very easy to always be a mighty giver because you will know that the hand of God has raised you. I, I, I don't want anybody to stay at the level of this year, so they pay you 150, 200. Fine. We can start. But ask God, what can I do with this thing that changes my life forever? And I've also told you, take advantage of internet. We will talk about this later. You can study to any level. Even studying at times unconventionally. One day I decided to study the most guided places on that. Out of nothing to do. And I found that Vatican City entered top 10. So I'm like, what do they keep there? Google server is one of them. If a wrong person enters that place, <laughs> some millionaires, millionaires become, <laughs> because that is where all information stored in the cloud and that is where everything. 
Now you do online banking and everything. Imagine something that happens to Google server. What will happen to the old world? Even planes that they use, uh, you know, I don't know, Captain, one of the uh, 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 pilots in this church, I think we have three or four of them. There's more than a woman, the man. Went to his house one day and we're talking. Me, I used to think, it's, it's not good to be ignorant, that a pilot flying will be seeing everything. So a plane is coming, you dodge, like we drive. And I've been flying for years. I said, when I was, for years, going to America. But it just, because I, of course, going to America, I was just sitting on my own in place. So I never asked pilot. So it just didn't occur to me. So he told me the pastor, how far can you see through that small window? He said, no, you deal with machine. I said, really? He said, yes. When I was very, very young, I think the first time I traveled there, I remember that when we were in the, I was in America, we were up there, the pilot came out. I think one of them, and he was just with the house. I remember the first thought I came to, I said, ah, boy. <laughs> I was thinking, like, if a plane is coming, we just hear, you know, all those thoughts to be jamming. I kept looking at the guy, that Lord, tell him to go back inside that. Because <laughs> I couldn't tell him, I don't know. But, so he started telling me that, no, he said, you program everything, you just control, they said, use button, and you study your machine. I said, really? He said, Pastor, don't you know at times you are inside the cloud and you don't see anything? I said, truly, when you look through the window, I said, so you don't, he said, you just have a flight plan. Ah. <laughs> I said, they are not Jesus. Maybe I didn't get what he said very well. If you are a pilot, you know better. But he was just saying that you don't depend on that window in that sense. You depend on your machine. Now imagine something going wrong with the machine. Yeah. I saw that Vladimir Putin was number two. They must guide dead people on that. Some of the people tell us in Nigeria that in America, rich people, nobody guides them. <laughs> the real security, fake security is where you put barbed wire. They already know where your strength is. And put soldiers outside, they are looking like this at everybody. Real security, you don't know where the security is. There's no fence. That will even scare the thief. Because if you are an intelligent, you ask a sorry. Oh. <laughs> Do you know for many years I was told they never robbed GTB. When they came, you no, know, GTB they don't have fence. Have you noticed? When they came, robbers thought of it. If a person is keeping money inside or whatever, and there's no fence, you should know by common sense that what is bigger than fence is there. So what some people do is that those who work with them, you don't see them. They showed us a breakdown, US 94, when the American was there, woke up, and Bill Clinton came to the stadium and he was high-fiving people. And somebody said, hey, look at the president of America, no guy, hey. <laughs> who were the people he was high-fiving? See, the session is real. How you will know, Archbishop Benson Nelson was traveling one day with ex-president George Bush Sr. Papa said he just sat down within America, from one state to another. And he just looked and he just saw a man writing. Ah, that's, that's former president of America. So, I think Clinton was the president then. George Bush Sr. was the ex-president then. He said, that's, that's George Bush Sr. So, Abishon went to meet him and he went to, he said, hello, sir. He wanted to say that I am a pastor from Germany. My name is Abishon. Before he, he said, George Bush just said that, Archbishop Benson Idawosa, the Bishop of Church of God, Mission Nigeria. He froze. He said, you know me, sir. And he said, John Bush asked him one question. He said, do you think they will allow you to fly with me without profiling you? He said, everybody in the plane, they, they were selected. 
Yes. Regardless of what you are paid, if they don't want you in that plane, something will go wrong at the last minute. And it is not their years. It's the real year they are they are they just that's how good CIA can be. Your bag can be for a while, just for people to delay you. And just to, they will do anything to get you out of that place. So they began to explain that if a president is coming to a nation, like American president coming to this place, months before now, they've taken over this whole area without you knowing, and they will not make it visible. Yes. People that need to disappear will disappear. Yeah. <laughs> if they are not sure what is inside that shop there, they will do something about it to take over the shop. You will not know, you won't see the sign, but they are in charge of everything. That is security. Not the ones with Koboko. <laughs> you know, everything about our nation is different. Everything about our nation. In December, I was in one hotel in Washington. And I was talking to the guy at the reception. And he told me that, ah, we have to be very careful. We said Kamalari just came to the next, that was American vice president, the next building to them. No, nothing, no paparazzi, nothing. He was there to do something. But the kind of security, you just try and pull out a pistol. Then you will understand that they have been there all along. But I like our style. And then, you know this kind of driving? And then somebody is waving the koboko that if you enter, <laughs> let's rise. God bless Niger. <laughs> how many of you really love your nation? <laughs> In spite of how... <laughs> oh, God. One day, place were misbehaving. We're going to London, Heathrow. And they were having some issues, and, and people started shunting queue at immigration to just get to security to cross on time. Nigerians were misbehaving. And one woman just said it, an elderly woman. He said, In six hours now, we'll be in Itro. I see all of them behaving. And we got to Itro, Nigerians couldn't shunt again. Everybody. See, I think we are good people. Our laws are weak. Basically, I think that. Because everybody. Person that Tanner shouted at a guy who was urinating somewhere one day that you won't do that. It is true. Even the way they are countries are, you will not want to do that. To just unzip and start. But here, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> is somebody blessed this morning? Are you ready for a glorious 2023? Are you ready for a glorious 2023? We have been praying. I, I can't disclose how we pray. Because we only want people who are interested. We've been praying for hours every day, physically. The Lord gave us that instruction. And the prayer will continue to the first day of the conference. 40, 40 days of prayer, physically. If you are interested, look for a worker that can bring you in. We won't just allow anybody. Because it's quite sensitive. But if you are not part of the people on your own, I have just told you now how crucial this year is. And then this first month is actually what will define the year. Then the year will define the last next seven years. Don't joke with this January. Don't joke with this January. I, I will stop here. 
for the conference for everybody on the sound of my voice ask the Lord what you should do towards the conference when it comes to giving I tell people to always pray and ask God do what you have never done before this is January make your altar strong by serious thanksgiving serious confession by the way what Pastor Billy led us through during the uh, watch night service Isaiah 60 Isaiah 60. Please get that Isaiah 60 in modern translation. Put it in your room and read it every now and then. It's part of offering a sacrifice. And in this January, I'm asking every member of this church, ask God that you want to give something beyond yourself. It's a, a, living, a sacrifice. Pray about it. And ask God, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Yeah. You might not get labels. Some of us who have said that everything in January goes to God. It's between you and God, whatever, but pray and ask Him. Because the month is crucial and it's part of it. I can't teach you confession, thanksgiving, faith, and not tell you the nitty gritty of it, and not tell you that you sacrifice also. They work together. And if you understand the Bible, you will know I'm telling you the truth. Even God had to sacrifice His own son to have all of us here today. He did not break the principle for Himself, He had to. Jesus said, he almost changed his mind. This cup is much. But there's a cup we must all drink. Yeah. Are we blessed today? Put your hands together and give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.